welcome in to episode 210 of Keithner's Craft Collective. I'm Louise and today I've got a blather with... I hope it's comfortable. <laughs> It'll make sense later. What's crack? Swap section, Mimi me section and the shoppy section. All links are with the show notes so get your cup of tea or your dram and or your eggnog with it being this time of year. I'll let you know what a crack is in Keithner's this week. Now for the blather. The blather. Well, we've had hats and mittens, naughty kittens, and we're now going on to something that we are all sure to need. And this was from a special request. <laughs> it's turned into the aisle from Liddles. The aisle of stuff that you didn't know you needed until you went in, and now you can't live unless you buy it now. Underwear. This is a thinner amount in Ravelry. There's 556 projects for your underwear, or under apparel, they call it. However, don't knock the pattern choices, because I was thinking, oh, no, let's see what's going to be. And I was actually pleasantly surprised by the choices. There's some really nice garments in there. There are some hilarious garments in there too. So if you fancy a giggle, do go there. Wool and natural fibres are excellent insulators to keep us warm over the colder months. And if you're in Duluth, Minnesota last week with its metres of snow, you're already wearing a lot of layers, I would expect. Here in Caithness, we've not yet reached peak layer temperature requirements and my long johns are still somewhere in the chest of drawers. (laughs) I'm just pausing for effect there, whilst you think about that. If you're after some long johns, then look no further than Stephen West's Fancy Pantsies. You better cast them on now because they use fingering weight and are full on long johns. So if you have long legs, I hope you like knitting. These would actually be really good for using up all the bits and pieces of sock yarns left over because they're going underneath your over trousers and it won't really matter if they're vibrant. There's a few good choices for pants or knickers or your underpants. Captain Underpants is quite a good choice here. Second in choice that came up in Ravelry was Mama Lugger by Maya Carlson, which are boxer short style and modelled over tights or leggings. I can actually see Daisy wearing these. You do obviously get your nappy covers and there's some amazing patterns for big plump babies behind it. Oh, it just made me smile. I wish you luck. If you do have to wash out a leaky, stinky nappy, though. And from boxer shorts, we go to littler pants, and then we go to G-strings and warmers for the men in our lives. Or you're the man. Like I said before, it's worth a look in here. (laughs) Not to sneer at someone who's taken the time to write a pattern, photograph it, list it in Ravelry, but the thought of somebody wearing it day to day. We're all primary school kids, really, when it's time for a snigger. For our top halves, we can choose hundreds of bras and vests. There's size from baby vests up through kids, women's, onto mahusive man-sized vests. A good simmet, as your granny would say. And once this is on, you then cast a clout until May is out. So possibly knit a few, or you're going to be smelly. And then you're going to be the stinky one on the bus. Hi, bus people. I'm not so convinced about the knitted bras for ladies of bigger sizes, as we need and deserve support. However, if you are not of that size, then why not? 
make sure the straps are not going to slip. Then there's the full-on covers. The ones that look quite nice is the knitted combination but Butterick, which uses lace angora. You could imagine somebody in the 50s wearing that underneath her beautiful dress. <laughs> there are some there that look like girdles. Your yarn choices are going to make a huge difference in undergarments. The softer the better, I would imagine. Our skin deserves nice fabric, so be generous to yourself when purchasing the yarn. It's kind of funny because you're wanting something that has strength, something that is kind of elastic, and something that's really soft. Good luck with that one. <laughs> I'm actually a big believer in nice underwear. It has to fit correctly, and by that I mean our top halves have been measured, and then we try on the bras, as like a lot of clothing, see a size, choose 38B, not my size, in one shop is not the same in another shop and sometimes not even in the same shop depending on fabric choice. Plus there's not much more uncomfortable things than a bra strap that's twisted or keeps falling down. Oh I hate that. It's like nails on a blackboard to me. When we have nice feeling, nice looking, nice fitting undergarments, the rest of the clothes sit nice and we don't think about constant tugging or removing the underwear and we're more attuned to what's going on in our life. Plus, if, if you have to wear something boring or overclothes, then why not have nice understuff? And I think maybe that's why Under Armour is called Under Armour, because you're un arming yourself underneath. I'm reading Shantaram just now, and he's in India just now at Rebecca's family village. He goes off to have a shower, and he gets all his clothes off to be asked, Where are your underpants, Lynn? He says, I took them off for a shower. And then he goes, but what, where are your over-underpants then? <laughs> he goes on about, so funny. I love Robaka's prose in this section. Because then he goes on to say that he's going to get out of the rain of the monsoon before he has to wring his bones out. <laughs> I think a few of us have had to do that recently. It's been monsoon here. My point is this, good underwear. It can be as minuscule or as covering as you like, but make it your under armour. Asterix, I don't support this company because the CEO was a Trump supporter. And from a throwaway comment, Louise Scully, I gave you blether on under apparel. Make it your armour. Especially for you who's currently wearing the most uncomfortable set of pants. And you can't pull them out because you're sitting on the train. So, see if you're sitting on the train. Start looking up Rallery and give the passenger beside you a laugh too. <laughs> now, for extra giggling, to make a smile for more, here is the Daisy and Sandy giggle. <laughs> when I was editing this back last episode, I thought, they don't sound like that anymore, they're way grown up now. But I'm keeping it in because it always made me laugh, even when I'm doing it. And I still have to edit it lower in the sound because otherwise your ears would explode. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, section. A sandy hello to new to me, been with me a while now, been with me forever, listeners. I still really do appreciate you tuning in and I hope that you're enjoying yourself. I don't think we've got any new group members, so random hellos are to Saratoga Knitting's Lisa who's knitting on Andrea Mowry's shift, which is soon to be cast on by me when I find the appropriate yarn. J.M. Allen, who's made a beautiful Ocean Bound by Melanie Berg. Stumpy01, Julia, 
Linda Thompson and Mary Ann Voigt. I hope you're all very well and if you're not then please accept us here a hug. Squeeze for 20 seconds. What's the crack section? What's the crack? Meeting with Nitty Pals. A few Mondays ago now, I was down in Edinburgh and met up with the lovely Louise Scully of Woolworks Podcast, used to be Nip British, and we had a lovely but very wet day out at Ikea. The monsoon was on. Ikea Edinburgh has been open for 20 years and to celebrate they had an ABBA tribute band. Um, I've, I've never heard the James Bond theme being mashed into Dancing Queen before, so it was different. <laughs> Louise and I went other places and we went for a visit to Ginger Twist's lovely wee shoppy. It's way littler than I was expecting it to be but I just loved it and I, I love seeing Jess so it was nice. And I bought some West Yorkshire Spinner Sock Wheel and I think this is the Candy King colour from a few years now and I got to catch up with both of them. So it was really good crack and I wish I could have wrung my bones dry from the deluge. It topped me up with knitting friends. And then, last week, the very lovely Julie Ferguson was up working in WIC. So Naomi and Ailey and I went through and met her for an impromptu knit night where we talked about knitting, retreats, books, Netflix. Ailey had tales of her trip over to Northern Ireland to the Hawthorne Cottage and Willie Mammoth Retreat. And I got my hug through from Kate, which was nice. And then I got my Ailey hug. <laughs> we really had the most lovely time. And it's fair topped up my knitting friends quota for the winter months to come. Nothing for Planet Womble, but I hope that you are all carrying on being mindful of buying or whatever it is you're doing just now. Uh, Thinking about climate change and helping out our environment. The swap section. Swap. You should be posted your swap this week so your swappy is going to get it before Christmas post goes absolutely tonto and it gets eaten up. You would have included a decoration of some sort either made or a nice bought one and also small extra such as chocolate tea, stitch marker set or coaster or something. Little bit nice. Mine's has been posted and I was actually kind of shocked when she said the price of posting to America because it's almost doubled since the last time I sent something to America. Hopefully you'll all get your soon. Thank you for those that have posted what they've got in the Ravelry Swap uh, group forum post. Couldn't remember the word. And Mum has posted hers out to Twinset Jan and um, she quite enjoyed making it and um, it was nice to think of Mum and Jan's friendship again. Yeah. Beaker section. Me, 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 me. Me, me, me section. That was actually nice to think about my friend Jan too. <laughs> Mum's not getting all the friends here. Well, I like to share my mum and I like to share my friends. Right, me, 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 me section. I finished Sandy Socks and I was using West Georgia Spinner Sock Yarn and this was the cherry red, variegated red and green and white in the hollyberry colour. And I used variegated the hollyberry on the cuffs and the rest was in red. And I got a wee bit skew-whiff on one sock when I was on the toe. In my wisdom, started decreasing only one side of the toe. Uh, like I'd be doing the heel. And I'm thinking, dum, 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 dum. Something not quite right. I wasn't even having a drink. That was the thing. Because I sometimes do drink and knit, which is never a good idea. 
Never ever drink and drive. No. Drugs and drive. No. Drinking that, you're only going to find out what you do in the morning. It's not going to be happy. However, sometimes you get away with it if you're just not. Uh, so, <laughs> I was going to say, however. But uh, what I did was decreased on, say, the top of the toe, not the bottom of the toe. And so something right here. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I should be decreasing four stitches in this. And I'm only decreasing two. I wonder what that would look like. No, so I ripped it back, dafty, and started the toe again, and then about eight more rows in, thought, oh, I was going to change colour for the toe. Um, Sandy, do you want me to actually change colour? And he says, no, it's all says fine, mum. All right. And then I says on the second sock, do you want me to do a different colour toe for that one? And he went, no. <laughs> so the pattern was the basic vanilla pattern by Anne Bond, which I can almost remember now quite chuffed and this is her book of socks and I used my Addy Crazy Trio needles which I really like I know some other people kind of get on with them but I really like these these are the three small circular needles that look a wee bit like witchcraft but I just find that I can the more I use them the more I like them and they put them on dutifully for the photographs because I've made these some too Neither bairn has worn the socks out the house yet. And then I chin Sandy about this. And he says, oh, it's because they're for my boots, Mum. And I've not worn my boots since. All right. And Daisy then says, I'm not so sure if I like the feeling of them. It's like, you wore Grandma's socks. These are different, Mum. Oh. I wonder if they'll fit me. Right. think they're net worthy but sometimes they're not right so i have been working on my knitted tunic for women ocean dress by cotton and clouds kyoko nakayoshi using jameson's of shetland iron weight in a teal color and i had done a bit and then i realized i'd made a mistake and tried to fix it and then i thought no so i took it right back to the rib because I was really only six lines in or so. And now I'm about one and a half section up. And that, the the section or the pattern repeat is about 28 rows. So I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm having, I'm having a wee break with it just now because you do have to concentrate. But I am really enjoying working on it now. And also, I put a chunk onto my Ama sweater by Mary Harvey, and this is using random yarn from the Retreat Table of Unrequirement. It's a dusky pink tape yarn and a purple shiny, I'm pretty sure it's acrylic, and if not, the other one's acrylic as well. And the tape yarn, there's not much give, so it was, I had to watch that I didn't overdo it because, you know, when there's no give in your yarn, your hands start tiring quite quickly. I'm on to the second colour of the body, so many, many more inches, and then onto the rib. And I'm really liking this because it's mindless knitting, just knit, 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 all the long day through. And there's no shaping now, so it's it's great for us that just want to sit in front of the telly and just knit. Or talk to someone and just knit. My hands are going, knit, 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 knit. I put a photograph on Instagram of my progress, progress to last night, and Daisy goes, why do you use buckle in the photographs? 
I says, because he is pretty. <laughs> she went, no, he's not. I made her apologise. Um, and then says, well, you're going to be modelling it when I make it for you. So he can model it just now. And she just went, hmm, and walked off in her 11-year-old way, as she does. <laughs> and also I thought it would be better to have something that wasn't just elves. Because the elf and the shelves are back. And um, I know a lot of you don't like them. But a lot of you actually do like them. And this is why I put it on Instagram for you. I nearly forgot about them last night. Unfortunately, they didn't forget. And we found them this morning in the fridge with Kevin the Carrot from Aldi's. <laughs> Daisy found them. I was, was quite surprised. She's a little bit more reluctant about Christmas this year. And um, I don't know, maybe the week that she's been at school, they're getting a bit more excited. Things are ramping up now for Christmas at school and uh, we've got the Christmas craft fair for school coming up soon. So I hope that you are not getting overly stressed about Christmas and just enjoying it as it comes and being organised as well. And you know what? If you're not, it's not the end of the world. In between that, I made a worsted weight hat and I, last year, Nora very kindly sent me some stone wool and it's American Cormo. I was very kind and I, I was thinking about what to do with it. And at the time, I did print off a Penny Royal hat by Tracy Lambert and the yarn is a soft and it's a really bonny light grey. It's kind of like a really thick merino has a feel to it. There was ever so slight bits of um, straw in it, but it was easy enough to pick out, and it was it was just it was nice to work with. Um, I had a pom pom. I don't know where it came from. I think Daisy's, which matched the grey wool as well, and it had been sitting upstairs, waiting, calling me out, and going, "Let me." So. Because I had finished the socks, I wanted something else I could put in my knit bag to take back and forward to places. So I cast it on and I made it within three days <laughs> in the end, which is ridiculous. Granted, we did watch a film in the middle of the day called The Irish Man by Martin Scorsese, which is good, but long. You only really have to concentrate for maybe two of the pattern rows because there's a lacy zigzag effect running around the crown but it was a great movie watching hat pattern you need a little bit of concentration but not too much and you put a lot of um, stitch markers in the pattern I thought was excellent I have just enough yarn to make another one but without pom-pom because I don't have another one and I don't like making them so I've cast it on I cast it on when I was out seeing Julie at uh, WEC the other day and the rib is two by one, and I'm never very good at getting that rhythm correct. So I made two mistakes in it. But because I did it when I was having such a lovely conversation and lovely company, I thought, I'm going to keep this in to remind me of this lovely night with my friends. And I made the first hat with my friend in mind, so it's off to her to keep her nice and warm this chilly winter. And it's a lovely pattern if you want to rattle up a hat quick for Christmas or not. I've also made the decoration to send off to my lovely swap partner, Busy Knitting, who I met a long time ago now at the Knitting Pipeline Main Retreat, Cassandra. 
I went out and dug my photo book up I made of my photographs of the trip and really had a lovely trip down memory lane. There was a few faces in there I hadn't thought of in a while and then others I still contact on a daily basis. So I really hope you who came to my retreat have the same contact gift that I got. I'd like to send out lots and lots and lots of love to Paula who is back battling ovarian cancer. She's been a huge influence on my knitting world and continues to be so. So I send out some huge hugs from over this side of the pond and by the time they get there I'll be a massive sized hug and hopefully enough to take away her cares for the 20 seconds until it becomes really, really uncomfortable. (laughs) But it releases the endorphins or whatever it is in more bodies that you get and you feel nice for. So Paula... You ha- we all have your back for this next level of treatment. But I had a really nice time making my decoration and I got the idea from Barbara at Textile Artists and I'll tell you all about next episode when uh, Cassandra actually has received it because I'm not going to spoil the surprise. I was actually really tickled that Cassandra still follows on with me. So it was, it was just really nice to recontact with somebody that I hadn't in a while. And then... Just to think about the lovely, lovely time that I had when I was over there. (laughs) It's it's amazing how something like that can have such a big influence on you. In textile artist news, uh, we'd all made a card each and put it into the middle and chose a card from it instead of everybody sending everybody a card. I got one from Valerie who had, and it has a black front which is laser cut out with a tree scene and in behind has some gold fabric paper and it's simple but very effective. Dorothy had been much podging her cards this year and has made some wonderful cards using Christmas designed napkins. I kept thinking, oh, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that, but I can't find my Modge Podge or my Christmas napkins, come to think of it. I think Daisy went off with a Modge Podge. And I I do know where the Christmas napkins are, but I just haven't actually gone and found them. So I don't know if I'm going to send cards this year due to budgeting. Uh, Richard doesn't yet have the next contract lined up Uh, so please nobody look for one from me I do send you this smiley cheer in the podcast though speaking of smiling Tanya, hi Tanya, smiling at you it's smiling at Tanya from TJ Frog section time everybody smile at Tanya not in a creepy way mind because she gets kind of self conscious She's just somebody that when you meet her, you just smile. Like Catherine Limer. If they came on the bus or the train, they could sit beside you and you could giggle about the underwear on Ravelry. And I'm sure that they wouldn't mind if you were picking your knickers out of the uncomfortable position that you've managed to get yourself in. <laughs> okay. Uh, in the library corner, I've mentioned I'm reading Shantaram, where I'm listening to uh, Shantaram by Gregory David Roberts. I'm really enjoying the storytelling banter and it's got humour in it and like I said, I love the character, the Robaka. Just, I love him. There's other ones I don't really like in it, um, but I do like his character's prose. I've read Why Mummy Drinks by Jill Sim, which is quite funny. She is the author of Peter and Jane on Facebook. And whilst it's not the same as the Facebook, I sort of thought it would be, but it's not completely. It's got some really funny bits in it. 
She's a wee cause for celebration and her husband hands her a glass of something sparkly. She's a bit, where did that come from? If there was champagne in this house, I would have known because I'd have drunk it. She drinks and she nearly dies because it's horrible. And she's, where'd you get that from? And he goes, oh, but it was the dusty one in the wine rack. I assume it was special because it's been there a while and it's quite dusty. She looked at him with horror. Oh no, you used the bottle. That bottle. The bottle you don't actually win in the school raffle. You're only the custodian of it until the next raffle because it's such a rank type of alcohol. Nobody in their right mind would drink it and here you've opened it. I laughed out loud at this because I've had that bottle which I duly put back in the raffle. I'll likely see it up for scrabs in a couple of weeks. <laughs> anyway, it's a fast easy read that'll make you laugh. Although I'm not so sure I liked her very much. But I certainly see people's characteristics I know in it, and it was worth a read just for the bowl story. Shoppy section. Shoppy section. Just in time for Christmas presents if you're quick. If you're into Outlander, there are Fraser and Mackenzie bags in there, and there's some Guardians of Scotland tartans, and a purple herringbone, and pink and tweed and uh, they're starting to run out so you kind of better get there because I've got no intentions of sewing anytime soon. If you do feel you'd want to contribute to my continued running of the podcast but get stuff back as well then please do visit www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Keithness Craft or you can support the podcast and get nothing back if that's your one and this is paypal.me forward slash Keithness Craft. I am happy to review patterns, books, yarns or notions if you're in that line, so please contact me and don't be shy. And thank you for those that did donate last time. Thank you for listening to me splaff on. I remember last episode thinking, this isn't actually very long. This one doesn't seem very long either. However, I really appreciate you taking the time to download and then listen to me splaff on. I'd like to say that all opinions are mine. Um, I do recommend that you all go in the UK and vote on the 12th and vote with your conscience. <laughs> my opinion is my opinion, my politics are my opi- uh, politics, but <laughs> please vote for something better than this. I do occasionally get facts wrong and I try not to and I tr- don't do it on purpose. That's like my small print. <laughs> my email is keithnesscraftcollective at gmail.com and my Ravelry is Louise Hunt. The group is keithnesscraftcollective on there. Etsy, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, sometimes on Facebook, as keithnesscraft. You can get the podcast from Podbean site, I always stutter at that, as www.keithnesscraftcollective.podbean.com. I like music for this Christmassy episode or December. Hopefully I get another episode out before Christmas. I've been kind of sporadic recently so if I don't I wish you all the best but hopefully we'll have one more before then. The reason it was delayed was I didn't think that I'd actually done enough. I had nothing to review so I thought well maybe do a little bit more crafting before I talk to you on this episode which I did and I think it's got some something that you might find of interest but please go and look at the intimate apparel page on Ravelry and then you too will have a feeling of warmth if you make stuff. 
<laughs> and if not, just the feeling of warmth because you've fallen over laughing. You and the bus, you can get up now. So the intro, where was I? Uh, is from Free Music Archive. It's called Winter is Coming, Adagio, First Snow. I thought it was very peaceful. Thank you for listening and keep on crafting.